York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? It's Jailers from Nick of Time Show here, giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And uh, listen, we get in, we came in this game, man. We was a little bit lackadaisical, but at the end of the day, it was too little, too late. The Knicks lose to the Pacers, ninety-eight to one eleven. We, we cut the lead to two at one point. Our second unit defense was on point, but we really couldn't get it together. Uh, Miles Turner, career night. Hitting all sorts of threes. I think he hit seven threes on the nights. Really kind of did us in. And that with combined with the, the lackadaisical effort in the first quarter. But um, before I get into game, let me introduce my guy. It is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G is in the building. And it seems like since the Knicks are losing at the moment, I temporarily take over the stats and that. Yeah, because I don't want to deal with it. Exactly. <laughs> I want to deal with it. You, you go ahead. You hold that down, Ryan. Yeah, so the pace, so the Knicks lost to the Pacers 111-98. to Again, led by Badman Barrett, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and 20 from the field. Julius Randle, 18 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists. Then we have Evan Fournier, 14 points, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. Derrick Rose, 13 points, 3 assists. Alec Burks off the bench, 2 with 10 points, 3 steals, 3 assists. And now we're going to get to team stats right quick, and this is where it gets kind of ugly. Ugh. For the Knicks, so the Knicks shot 20.8 for 3. Hold on one second, Ryan. Is, is your mic plugged in? You're getting, you're getting choppy. <laughs> yeah, plugged Okay, continue. I'm not clear. Yeah, yeah, you're, right. you're going in and out, you're going in and out. <laughs> All right, well, um, hopefully you can hear me out there. Um, the Knicks shot 3 20.8%, which is well below. While gave up 16 keys to the Pacers, Pacers shot 39% from B. And like you said, seven of those came from, came from Miles Turner. Our rebound by the Pacers by 3, 49-46. Also, fast break points, Pacers also had the advantage there, and that's pretty much it comes to that. Yeah, man. I, the three-point shooting flipped on its head. We were a team who was number one in the league in, in hitting three, three, in three-pointers, number two in the league in three-point percentage, and for some reason this game we only managed to hit five threes. It was, I, I think that was one big stat of the game that really we couldn't really – you know, get over the hump off of the, our number one three-point maker on his team the number one three-point shooter in the league in Kimber Walker was abysmal today uh, from zero from five from three from Kimber Walker uh 18% from the field two of 11 um I've been Fournier has also been pretty good for us from three uh one from five from three um all around no one was really clicking and and the thing is, those threes that we, you know, those threes are open. We had a lot of wide open threes that just were not hitting at all the entire game to the point where the Knicks changed philosophy. That's something we haven't seen yet this year. They just completely changed philosophy and was like, you know what? I'm not taking any more threes. I'm going to the hole. And 
it kind of worked, but not, you know, we, the law of average is kind of caught off to us, man. <laughs> the law of average kind of caught off to us. That's all I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, the Knicks today, the offense was just, especially the first half. Honestly, I was watching the first half. I don't know. I I couldn't put my finger on as to what the hell the Knicks were doing on offense because the offense just looked out of rhythm, out of sync. We I, like the amount of times I could count Julius Randle handling the ball up the court and and my man Campbell Walker standing in the corner like as if he a forward. Like I don't know what was going on in the first half. In the second half, they started to pick up pick it up a bit, you know, with the defense and you know trying to get the offense flowing, but. That 11-0 run to start the game pretty much did the Knicks in because the Knicks were not able to come back from that. And when the Knicks did cut it down to two, it's like it was like every time the Knicks got a run and it brought the game within three, within two, the Pacers just you know just built on the lead and they just built up their lead again. The Knicks couldn't get over couldn't get over the hump. But that's the thing, Ryan. I didn't think the offense was su- was su- I mean, we didn't score a lot, but the, mm-hmm. the the shots that we got were so open. I wasn't. Worried in my mind, I wasn't really worried. I wasn't worried. I was like, okay, we're missing these shots, but they're wide open shots. If we keep running the offense the way we are, these shots should hit eventually, and it just never happened. Um, so offensively, I, I, offensively, I wasn't worried, but maybe I should have been. I know some people was like, well, we're shooting too many threes in general, and maybe some people were kind of happy that way. We only took twenty, what, twenty four threes today. Threes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we was averaging 30 last year. That's So that's even below what we was averaging last year. It took 24 threes today. You know, the number we're trying to hit is 40. This is the first time we took a lower number of threes without another team zoning us, you know. Because the last few games we shot, shot around 33s. It was because, you know, the teams were zoning us and took us out of the rhythm. Today we just wasn't hitting them at all. Um, and Yeah. I don't expect that to happen every game. But go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just saying that I agree with you. In the second half, I felt like the next offense flowed way better. The, the shots the Knicks were getting, I thought those were good shots. But it's just the simple fact that every time the Knicks got close, the Pacers just ran away back with the game and they just upped the lead, you know, every time the Knicks got close. And, it, you know, the Pacers just – they just played better than the Knicks. And I think what really killed the Knicks in this game was the three-point shooting, which, which, you, which, like you said, you know, the Knicks only hit five threes. And, you can, and then, if, you know, if you're going to hit five threes and the Pacers are going to hit 16 threes, I mean – that's going to swing it heavily in the Pacers' favor. And one concern I got from this game was the bigs with the threes because Miles Turner went off for seven threes. And then even the guy off the bench, I forgot his name, um, that other big, Craig. two threes as well. And it makes me worried in the future about the Knicks when they have to face bigs who can shoot the three, like, for example, Denver with Jokic and mm-hmm. guys like that. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like Mitch had problems containing three-point shooters so far this season. But I feel like this game, I can't really blame Mitch, man. I can't, like, I can't, like, he starts off the first quarter with three blocks. Um, but the man can't be everywhere. The, the, there's a fundamental reason why I, Mitch has always seemed to be in this weird position where he, he's just trying to guard everybody. And it's the the point of attack defense is just not working. Like, that's going to be... A problem for us, especially when we have these penetrating guards and wings that we're about to that we're about to play. That, that, that was that was the main reason why I feel like these threes are wide open, especially in that corner. Um, also, t- Niche has a tendency to to um, really really help deep into the paint to the fact where it's ridiculously hard to even recover to Miles. 
and that's a whole other story. But I, I just feel like there's not a lot of room for error in general for our starting backcourt to to be any tarsa lackadaisical. Because, you know, the first quarter comes. First quarter comes. I'm going to the summary. First quarter comes. Uh, I feel like, you know, the Knicks, were, we were down 11-0. First quarter comes, Knicks were down 11-0. Indiana scores 36 points in the first quarter, starts off 11-0. And I think a lot of that had to do with the penetra- dribble penetration of those guards. And is, and I think when those guards aren't on high alert and they're not giving their all, because they're not, um, because they're not super tall, because they're not super athletic, because they don't have like long wingspans and able to make up ground for their mistakes, the effort level of Evan Fournier and Kimball Walker have to be at optimum high efforts all of the time for us to stand a chance on a defensive end. And it's, that's, that thing is, is especially compounded when they're not hitting a three at a high clip. So it's like okay, so it's, you know we started crit back in the game when they had to fly around and play defense and 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 do things of that nature. That's when we started creep back into the game. But it's like they have to be like that from start to finish, or we're in trouble. Like that's this <laughs> is yeah, yeah. I pretty much agree because um the Knicks, it's like and and. and yeah, the point I was trying to get at was, yeah, I think it was a problem that was exposed in the last game against the Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. which pretty much reared its ugly head against the Raptors. have a tendency where, you know, be, you know, they're not, you know, since the perimeter guys are not really that good of a defense, and, you know, guards mentioned the hoop, you know, the Knicks for help in the paint, that leads to either, it's either A, then the Knicks will give up an open three as a result, or B, they get killed on the bus because there was even a, a play in the game where the I, I forgot who penetrated, but somebody on the pace was penetrated, mm-hmm. and and a guy had, took a mid range jumper, and because of the penetration, the Knicks defense was out of whack, and Mitch had to run out and contest the shot. Right, and I the know. Guy missed, and the guy missed, but again, because Mitch had to go out and contest the shot, you had Rose in the middle trying to block out the bonus. Exactly. The bonus just pretty much jumped over him and just grabbed the rebound and the pace end up getting an easy two out of that. Exactly. And that's exactly that's exactly stuff like that I'm talking about. A same thing happened like that in the first quarter. Um defense is at dribble penetration. Mitch is out of whack. He goes and contests. They missed the shot, but now you have a big on a small. Now you have RJ trying to box out the bonus. So bonus gets the rebound, easy two for the Pacers. So like these dribble penetration is causing a domino effect in the defense. And not only that, it's like the athleticism of our guys. I, I felt like like the transition points again, once again, they had eleven transition baskets in the first quarter. We have to get back on defense, and, and they cleaned it up a little bit. You know, <laughs> up a little bit. I think they ended they ended the game with let's see. Uh, they ended the, in the end of the game with 18 fast free points. Yeah. Uh, they had they had uh, 13 of those in the first half. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like, as the game as the game moved on, the Knicks got it together, but they have to do that from start to finish. Yeah. Have to do that from start to finish. Um, so, yeah. yeah. The last game, 
I'm going through Randall. Like I'm, I'm bullying Randall. It was Randall's offensive effort wasn't there. This game, um, despite you know the, the the first unit effort wasn't there defensively for the whole time or the fire. But to me, this game Randall's was more engaged than I've seen him pretty much all season. Yeah, Randall definitely played with more effort this game, and especially on the defensive end. And this was this was a game where Randall it wasn't it wasn't really going for Randall offensively. And I saw in the second half, I think part of the reason why the Knicks offense picked up was because they kind of went away from Randall a little bit, and they put the ball more in their guards and the wings mm. to get them back to the game. And then that's then that's when RJ Barrett started to go off and Rose started to go off and players like that, you know, you know, got the Knicks back into the game, but. Overall, Randall's effort was good this game. Like, this is a loss where you can't put it on Randall. Right. It's funny. It was a point in the third quarter when RJ was going off, right? Like, RJ, man, like, I'm starting to look at every – RJ's passing, first of all. I don't even what – was, what was his stats? What was RJ's stats today, man? Let me look at RJ. RJ's stats was um, he 20 points, five rebounds, assists. 23 points, five rebounds, three assists. He had, he, like, the, the way he was passing the ball, it made it seem like he had way more than three assists today. I just, I'm just yeah. loving the way RJ is seeing the floor because he's seeing passes. RJ is seeing passes that I'm not seeing, but I'm like watching on television, but he's in the thick of the action. <laughs> Bypassing the first and second option and passing to the third, the wide open third option in the corner or, 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 or the, uh, the elbow. And I'm just like, man, this vision has gotten better. His his uh, dribbling has gotten sharper. His finishing has gotten much better. His shooting has gotten much. He's he's up to 43% shooting from three. He's finishing at the rim at a high clip. He's, uh, I think he's at finishing at the rim like a 70 something percent clip. RJ. Yeah. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I don't know who who pointed out that because I don't know right now Twitter or MSG. He said I did before playing the league. Down to shooting 70% in the paint and 40% from three. And RJ Barrett was one of those players. I forgot where I saw the stats, though. I saw it was on I saw it on Twitter. I posted it on Instagram. It was like RJ yeah. Mobamba and a couple of other two other guys I can't remember off the top of my head. But like he's taking a step. And I am and here's and you know, Tom, you know, Tom is a coach. I'm I'm coaching from a couch. But <laughs> coaching from a couch, but there was a point in the game when RJ was cooking in the third quarter. And it was leading into the fourth quarter. And I was just like, leave that boy in the game. Leave that boy in the game. And, you know, they, 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 they brought it to the second unit. And I don't blame them because the second unit, they did their thing. And they yeah. actually chipped away at the game. But I wanted to see RJ call, um, finish straight through, man. I, if there's anything I can take away from these games, it's that RJ is emerging. He's looking sharper and better. And I'm starting – I started this season trusting Evan Fournier a little bit more – on the offensive end, and four or five games into the season, I'm trusting RJ more. Yeah, and the thing is, is that going into this season, I wasn't expecting RJ to make such a huge jump. Like the like, it's kind of like the jump is kind of scary because I'm like, hold up, like the first two seasons I saw improvement, but this season I'm like, this is like a whole new RJ Barrett I'm seeing right now, and I I I, I might be talking prematurely. But I can see a scenario where by the end of this season, if it continues to go like this, you can repeat that because you broke up a little bit. No, I said that I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm saying that 
as the season progresses, if RJ continues to play like this, you can pretty much say that RJ is the best player in the Knicks and the offense will run more through RJ if he continues on this trip that he's on right now. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling you, man. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to jump the gun either. Like, I want to give it a few games until I make that definitive answer. Because, I, 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 you know, Knicks fans and us, you know, we're guilty sometimes of being <laughs> a prisoner of the moment. You know, yeah. we, we win a game, we win a championship. Next game, we lose. It's the worst team in the league. That's the way we work. <laughs> you know? So, I want to give I want to give it a couple of games to see if RJ is consistent. Um consistent consistently winning these games and 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 it's looking like so far so good it's looking like so far so good like this the passing seems super consistent the mindset to get his teams the ball in certain spots and not forcing it too much seems super consistent the jump shot the balance he's getting on the jump shot is consistent his demeanor he's always going to be even kill he's always going to play hard that seems consistent um so there's a lot of things that is cons- consistent from rj right now that's making me believe that he can be the the leader. You already know I love his mindset. You already know ever since he he finished that um, you know ever ever since he went against the Rockets and he, and he finished at the hole with the and one with the game on the line. I like this mentality. It's just a lot to like with RJ, but um, you know it's not NBA 2K. So even <laughs> when <laughs> you know even when this guy is forming into the leader, you kind of have to massage egos. And be and, yeah, and not do it so abruptly where the guy who just got paid a million dollars and so uh, got a big old contract kind of feels like, well, what am I here for? Because that that's a real thing for real. Ask Dennis Smith Jr. Ask you know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's a real egos are a real thing. Egos are definitely a real thing. But it's just it's looking like RJ could definitely be that guy for real, for real, and. For real, and and just to throw something right quick, like I wouldn't be surprised that if it doesn't happen this season, it's gonna happen next season. Oh yeah. Sooner or later, sooner or later, I'm just gonna take that mantle as the number one player on the Knicks. Oh yeah, it's it's looking like it. It's looking like it's gonna happen, and I'm not, I don't mind it, man. Just the fact that he has a clear mind and he's he's unrattled, and he seems like his decision making is already leaps and bounds better than most of the you know. I, I I don't I'm not trying to turn this into Julius Randle session because he's been good for us. I'm not trying to turn this into Julius Randle bad session, but just mentally, he just, it seems like he reads the game sharper than Randle, in, in, in especially in pressure situations. At least right now, that's what I'm seeing. All right, and you know what? Yeah. I'm I'm listen. I'm giving my old my old comment of the day right now. <laughs> it's early. My old comment of the day oh. right now. I'm looking at my guys. Hold on. Imanawala Malaka Dawada. <laughs> I hope, hope, hope you put out your name right, my guy. I hope, hope I did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he said, RJ and Rose can't be our only wing players in the first and second string that can defend at a high level. We've had trouble with teams that have tall, long wings that can defend. Exactly. That was our trouble with the Raptors. That was our trouble today. And when we hit Milwaukee and the rest of these teams, we're going to, you know, Something's gonna have to get. I don't know. I, I'm like I keep saying the the answer might be on the bench. The answer might, might be, be on the bench, but it's like the, only, it, the, the question is who you gonna bench though. That's the thing. Like who you gonna take out of the second unit to put those guys into the second unit and and give them the minutes. Like yeah, it's just like just like I said. I don't know. We just can't. I can't see us keeping this team the float defensively for long periods of times when you have a, a guard and a shooting guard. 
who who you know aren't optimum at defending. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, we can, we can do. It's up to Tom, really. I said in his last game, it's up to Tom. He has to keep those guys on the short leash. Like once yeah. he sees a, sl- a slip up, he has to call timeout. He has to be on his Greg Popovich and call timeout immediately, <laughs> and be like, "Listen, guys, play hard on defense. You're not long. You're not fast." All you have is effort. Play hard on defeating the defensive end. Point blank. Period. Otherwise, you're losing the game. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. But yo, salute to the chat. The first call. We're gonna read the first call and into the chat real quick. But shout out to Winston Ellis, my real fake cousin. Shout out to <laughs> D Nice. Shout out to Paul Butler. Uh, shout out to CP the artist. And shout out to uh, my guy Elliot and the best mod in the game, Fritz Alessandor. Shout out to all my guys rocking with the KOT Show 082 gang in the building. Let's go. First caller up. <laughs> Say your name, where you're from, and what do you want to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, what's, what's good? On, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, Ellis, what up? Ryan, Wagwan, Wagwan, brethren. Aye, uh, aye. You know, it's JT, Mustafa, the Mystic over here. All right, let's go. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I missed I miss the game, so I only caught the, I only caught the fourth quarter. And um, the quick little thing I could see, it seems like our free throws – we we gotta hit those. Facts. Um, shot shots wasn't falling. I saw. I, I went to the game real quick, and I saw when I think it was like sixty three. I mean sixty six, sixty nine. And I'm listening to what you're saying. I guess they took RJ out, so I could definitely agree with you on that. That I will, I, I feel like you were saying it's like Tibbs don't have that trust in RJ that he doesn't Randall. Like he would let Randall stay out there and figure it out. And still dominate with the ball, and with RJ, he doesn't have that same. Oh, um, you know, I was I was nitpicking. I'm sorry, I was nitpicking just to cut you off. He played RJ played 34 minutes. He played 34 minutes. Okay. I was nitpicking at the, at that moment because he had it going, and he he sat him down for rest for the fourth quarter for the second unit. But I, that that wasn't okay. the biggest. That wasn't the biggest issue today. But go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I just was wondering if that was the case because, like you said, I do. I'm be honest. Like I said, I think it's a, it's always going to be a toss up between Randall and RJ. We just I hate that um, RJ's had it these past three games and Randall hasn't. I really would love to see when both of them can, you know, dominate on the floor together, and that way we could show how good we really are. Not overreacting as always. Like mm-hmm. I said, we're still very early. In, we're still very early in the season. And just sometimes from the just from the fourth quarter, I know it's the worst quarter to judge because I guess everyone's gassed out. Okay, if they're out of the game mentally, but sometimes I feel like everyone's playing at different levels. And that's something that they gotta like. They gotta watch film on and say, and you can see like, hey, I need everybody to give this four hundred and ten percent on, you know, all, 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 all the whole game. Yeah. Um, as far as the second person, uh, I know I'm always. I gotta surely some quick man. I, I if, if 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 I would swap out quick with Grimes because Grimes can give you that defensively. He can give you know he can he can make stops. Right. And what I like about that is. On the second unit, Rose is a really good playmaker. So if you got Grimes to get the stops defensively, and he could dish the ball out, Rose to orchestrate the offense, and then they can, you know, they can cook. So I'm not going to really, not going to really, like I said, I can't really dissect the game. But you already know, as always, all Team 82. I'm not freaking out. I'm not saying trade for this person, trade for that person. We got the answers on the bench. We just got to figure it out. And then, like I said, I always feel like we're unstoppable. Next game is the Bucks. That's a real game. To, you know. That's, a, that's, a real that's game gonna be a test, at. man. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a test. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a real test right there. But we beat them last season. I, like I said, I feel like we can. You know, we could beat any team. So, but as always, everyone hit the like button, subscribe, salute. Thank you for taking my call. 
and I'll speak to you next after the next game. Absolutely, absolutely. Salute to you, right, JT. Man. Thank you, thank you. Always positive, always likes when he calls, and he always gives you that positive light. Gunshots to my guy, JT. <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks for the words. And I just want to say, and I just want to say something right quick. Like it might be kind of off topic, but it's kind of, um, I guess, kind of based on what JT was talking about. But quickly, like, you know, it's like I do want to play Grimes because I feel like Grimes can be that guy that can, you know guard those wings on the perimeter and also provide that three-point shot. But, like, I made it a priority today to really watch quickly today to see how he's really playing. And the thing is that when you look at quickly play, it's not like he's playing bad. Yeah. Like, he's playing, he's, he's playing all right. It's just that his shot is not falling. Yeah. So it's like as much as, you know, we could just be like, you know, to make the quick, you know, knee-jerk reaction and be like, you know, sit quickly and put in grimes and – have Graham take quickly spot at the same time as like, you know, you have to give quickly some type of grace as well. Cause because it's like, it's not like he's out there playing terrible. He's playing all right. It's just that his shots not falling at the moment. Yeah. I agree with you, man. Like I would say at the beginning, I, f- I would say the first few games of the season, I felt like the decision-making was all over the place um, on the offensive end, but the defensive, like he's, he's played well defensively, man. Like he hasn't like our second unit defense in general has been good. And in general, so even when you're talking about putting Grimes in, if you want to, you can say, "All right, Grimes will probably hit shots over quickly." I can, I can, yeah. yeah, maybe that can happen, right? But the defensive boost that needs help the most is the first unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The, the first unit is the unit that's used, that's losing all these leads. The first unit is the one who's giving up most of these transition points. Like if you look at if you look at the first unit defense compared to the second unit, the second unit is flying all over the place. <laughs> like, like they're they they they're the ones giving multiple efforts. They're the one who's in transition. Like those and you know, like, and we can talk about the second unit today too because the second unit was um stepped back into place today. But you know that's mostly because Derrick Rose is pretty much the the engine of the second unit. So when Derrick Rose plays well, the second unit points go back to to normal. Derrick Rose used to get back to thirteen points, <laughs> three assists, two rebounds. So you know. And the second unit, how many? How much did the second unit score today? The second unit scored the um thirty six bench points. Yeah, thirty six bench points. You know, which was all right. They outscored the outscored the Indiana second unit, which is it's kind of like it's kind of like what I'm saying. Like most nights, our second unit is doing the job, even with quickly in the game. You know what I'm saying? So as much as we're frustrated that quickly is not hitting shots. The first unit is still the problem. You can call it chemistry. You can call it, you know, they haven't been together long enough, or just the defense has been clicking with these guys. Because like, but it's the first. It's the first unit for most nights so far. <clears throat> yeah, the first unit. It's with the first unit. It's like there's some nights where they'll be flying on defense. You you know, there's spurts. Yeah, the first. Yeah, the first thing they defended spurts. There'll, there'll be a time when they're lackadaisical on defense and teams will get open threes and they'll mess with their defense rotation and things like that. But then there's also times when the first defense, the first unit is on point. They have to get to a point where it's at, at least somewhat consistent where they can play at least, you know, decent defense on a consistent basis rather than, you know, playing defense first. Exactly. And that's why I'm saying Tom has to put, put it, Tom has to get in them. Tom has to put it on the. Tom has to get it in that ass, like point blank. Yeah. He has to. 
you know, I, I noticed Kemba was doing some good things today. He got some charges in that second half, especially. You know, he uh, he did a, and he's doing better jobs chasing around pick and rolls. But we need to see that effort from start to finish, especially because he they're they're getting beat consistently off the dribble, and that's causing a chain reaction in the first place. So they have to they have to do that. It's like imperative. So is it's it's crazy because we sacrificed the offense for defense and the offense has been way better top offense in the league uh or or, or what top four or so in an offensive rating doesn't look like that that much today but um we, we sacrifice the defensive end and we need to find a way to get around that whether it's in i don't know coach it's, it's gonna be i i don't envy the coach right now trying to figure this out i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah it's like right now the first team has to really score the ball yeah, that's the only way they can, you know, keep the game close early for the second unit to come in and then increase the lead with their defense. The first unit, if the first unit is not scoring the ball, it's pretty much a wrap. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and D Knight says, I noticed even Randall can't handle the pressure very well. Teams know it and have him on how to shut him down. And that's the thing. That's that's the thing that's wrong with Randall. I mean, and he's. I'm not trying to pile off on him, but you know, he doesn't handle pressure well all the time. Like it's. But I, you know, he put in the effort today, so I'm not going to kill him today. Even though the shots didn't go down, he put in the effort today, so I'm not going to kill him today. But you're absolutely right about that, which is why I'm so happy that RJ is taking a, ne- a step, because it would be nice to have somebody who's kind of even kill level heavy, being uh, the, the leader and the engine of the team, you know, because <laughs> you know the team takes on the personality of his leader, and, and, and you know, and Randall, he's a hard worker. And he instilled that in his team. So you give, I give him credit for being a hard worker and yeah. setting habits for the rest of the teams to follow. But I would like to lead the team to be a little bit more even kill. That's and that that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. But yo, salute to the chat, man. Thanks for everybody who's rocking with the show so far. Um, if you are feeling the show, you can like and subscribe. But we hear all these two, man. It's gonna be a tough game. I'm gonna be back here, right back here on Friday versus the Bucks. All right, <laughs> <laughs> right back at it. But salute to everybody who's rock with the show. Shoot to Winston, Winston Ellis, uh, Fritz Ellisindor, D Nice Iller, Keo Gaming, and everybody who's rock with the show. If you like what we see so far, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and definitely share our content with uh, your fellow Knicks fans so we can grow this channel bigger, better, better, blacker, and all that stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool 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 um today i mean they spoiled what do you you know today was the the homecoming well not the homecoming nerlens the well is back yeah <laughs> nerlens the well is back today oh oh jt shout out to you jt sends a 499 super chat yeah. says hashtag all 82 shout yes, out to Gunshots in the air for JT for sending that 499 super chat. Super appreciated. All right. But yeah, man. Um, Nerlens the well. Nerlens the well is back in this game today. He would. Uh, he seemed like he did well. He came back. He, he blocked some shots. <laughs> he kept them moving. What did you see from the well today? It's pretty much same old Noel I saw last season. It seemed like he didn't really skip a beat. He 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 had, he had good energy. He. Didn't look tired, which was surprising to me. It looked like he was pretty much good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still butterfingers. You know, still can't him. catch. <laughs> still can't catch. Bruh. But besides, I think I think Noah, Noah had a pretty decent game. You know, I'm I'm glad to see him back. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, man. Like, like for the rest of these guys, I don't know. You know much? What's much to say about the rest of these guys? Derrick Rose is back to Derrick Rose. Um, 
Taz Gibson, he's going to be able to get back to the bench. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Robinson, get this man some help. <laughs> get this man some wing defenders. <laughs> give this man some help, and it'll all be good, man. That's all I have to say about that, man. Give give this man some help, and it'll all be all right, man. He did all he could. The, the, the amount of rotations. How does this guy have, like, three blocks in the first quarter, and it still seems like he can't play defense? Because he needs help, man. He can't play defense by himself, man. For my, real, Mitch all over the damn court. Mitch is all over the damn court, man. Uh, I'm. That's not, man. I got. I got really nothing to say. Yeah, anybody ooze any bros today, man? We'll make this one. Yeah, actually, 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 I do have some ooze and bros. But hold up, though. Um, your cousin Winston Ellis. Mm-hmm. And I agree with his comment. He says we don't run back to often enough. And I agree with this comment because the Knicks. I feel like the Knicks should have more movement on offense, especially when they have players in the game like Obi. Because at least there was at least two to three instances in this game where Obi ran back door. And he was, I think he was found on both of them for easy baskets. And then on one, I think Burks missed them because Burks was driving to the basket and Obi was, uh, was going from that same back door from the baseline because they were guarding him at the three. And he, yeah. ended, he, he ended up passing it to Noel and said, I'm like, what are you doing, my guy? Obi is making this, you know, cutting back door from the baseline. And that's, and that's the better play because Obi's the finisher. But, but, yeah, I think the Knicks do need to incorporate more movement off the ball more backdoor plays especially when they have guys on the court like obi where if you want to get this guy shots that's an easy way to do it with those you know movements and backdoor cuts and everything yeah i agree with you man obi is a guy who's kind of you you need passers to get him the ball you need point guards to get him the ball and what i'll say this about obi man um with all the negatives I saw today, the positives I saw were um the second unit defense for sure. I like the I like like man, even Alec Burks and Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose had a chase down block today. <laughs> I was like, is this, is this Derrick Rose or LeBron with the chase down? Like Derrick Rose had a chase down block today. Fact. Which was crazy. But Alec and, Burks and did his thing as well. No, I'm sorry to cut you off, but didn't wasn't that like a two block play? Like didn't Rose chase him down with the block and then I think was it Burks that had the other block as well? I like, think it was so. Two blocks one play, right? I think so. I think yeah. so. Like the second unit is really taking pride on the defensive end. So I gotta, like those are the that that second unit is what cut the lead to two in the first place. It's just that Miles turn Miles Turner just turned into Steph Curry today. Like what, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But when you're that wide open it's like you, you gotta take him at that point. You got Yeah. <laughs> But those are the positives, and, and Obi, and Obi too, man. The aggressiveness, was, the aggressiveness of Obi is what I love today. He turned down some three point shots, um, and he he's developing a nice little kind of like scoop layup, uh, finger roll shot that I like. Even though I would rather him kind of get some contact more times, but I do like that he's being aggressive. He's going to the hole. That up and under move is 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 pretty potent, and he just seems to be more aggressive in attacking. Um, Attacking, uh, attacking the not attacking double teams, but attacking the defense when the ball swings to him and catching it off balance. You know, he's kind of he's kind of being like a secondary playmaker, not even a playmaker, a secondary attacker. You know what I mean? And he's he's playing that way that role well. So shout out to Obi, man. Definitely shout out to Obi. Um, he only got eleven minutes today. Again, it seems like there's death to small ball. I'm not sure the small ball is coming back, especially with Noel here. Uh, that might be all the small ball we're going to see for the rest of the season, will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to say, back the back to seven points in ten point fifty four seconds a game. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but you know what? Let's let's go. Let's, let's wrap up the show real quick. Before we wrap up the show, we already know what to do. We're gonna talk about these oohs and the bras. First and foremost, um, ooh picks for those you don't know. Oh, are you the best plays of the game? We just talk about what we like for the game, describe the plays, and we we let y'all know what it is. So Ryan said you had a ooh. What's your ooh play of the game, Ryan? Matter of fact, I think that ooh, my ooh was that defensive play the Knicks made where Rose did the rundown block on McConnell. Yeah, rejected oh. him at the rim, and then the Pacers got the ball back. I I, I I'm not 100 percent sure. I think it was Levert. Who got the ball and then he went up for i think like a jumper or something or like a little floater or something i think burks came and blocked him as well and then the knicks were able to turn that into transition points so that was definitely a big play right there that's my ooh right there that's definitely okay all right ooh. man lavert killed this man lavert with 21 points he just got back to the pacers and lavert being back with the pacers makes his team tough man <laughs> between lavert and brogdon both of those offensive and defensive guys Whew. Made it tough. Made it tough. Brogdon, 21 points. Uh, Levert, 20. Brogdon, sorry, 17 points. Levert, 21 points. We're going to need some defensive wings to kind of offset the firepower of these guys. That's at the league at some point. But, yeah, that's our ooh. I'm sorry. Sorry to get back to the break, game breakdown mode, but that just <laughs> triggered me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do I have any oohs? Mmm. No, I'm kind of no. I don't got no ooze today. I usually have three or four ooze. I don't got no ooze today, man. No ooze today. All right, all right. So I'm gonna get to the bras then. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, lately, um, I don't know if you've been paying attention to NBA circles or whatnot, and people talking about you know the Lakers or whatnot. Apparently. People are, well, Lakers fans are upset at Westbrook because, you know, they say Westbrook can't shoot and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. recently, Derek Fisher, I think he does um, uh, post games for the Lakers. <laughs> I already know you <laughs> It seems like he does post game for the Lakers. And when my guy was talking about Westbrook, he called him Westbrook by accident on TV, Bruh. on live TV. By accident. <laughs> yeah, by accident. That's it. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> But where's the lie, though, man? Like, this he's like the worst shooting. Somebody said it. He's like the worst shooting superstar he's ever seen. Yeah. But he is, man. He is. He's straight up. Yeah, he, he he's a great player, but it's like his shooting is just... And then the bad thing about it, here's the second part of the bra. I think that's... I, I, I think it's a game right after that. I think he was playing the Rockets. And Westbrook took a jumper, a mid-range jumper from the side. It looked like he tried to hit off the backboard. Mm-hmm. My the shot hit the side of the backboard, and he and he shot it from the wing. Bruh. <sighs> that's hard. <laughs> that's hard to do, man. I don't know how you're in the lead for that long. You still can't shoot. But God, uh, I, I, he, I don't know, man. He has one of my favorite motors of of the NBA. But man, that must, that's that Lakers team, man. I don't know about that championship with him shooting like that. I'm just sorry. I just don't see it. I just saw. Yeah. Sankford says he got a bruh. He says no Grimes is a bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it might be time for ground time, man. It might be time yeah. for ground time. Tips about that. <laughs> it might, yeah, yeah. I'm just sorry. When that first unit is not playing defense, it might be time to uh, pull pull the hook quick if they're not going to play uh, defense on that high level. 
from the start because we can't, you know. Granted, you know, it's not usually blowing leads. This is a slow start this time, but whenever the the, sec, the first unit is not really hustling on defense, you gotta pull that. You gotta pull that plug. Put in grind. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, yo, that's that's our show, man. It's gonna be a quick one. It was a rough game. Next game up is get the Bucks. But shout out to everybody in the chat, Canal Bond. Shout out to Sangford nine two nine. Shout out to D Nice. Shout out to Knicks fan for life. Shout out to Herbie Mac. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show, man. Uh, I'm gonna be back here on Friday talking these Knicks Bucks. I might have a guess. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna be here. Win or lose, hopefully that's a win. And if it's a win, oh man, <laughs> I'm yes, busting sir. these shots, man, because we need we need it, man, because we got the Bucks up next, um, and we got the Cavs, man. I'm not sleeping on the Cavs either. Yeah, Cavs, are, Cavs are a tricky team, man. I'm not, I'm not sleeping on the Cavs. The Cavs is or one of those teams where you know, it seems like a weird matchup. It just seems like a weird matchup for us when you have um, <laughs> you know, Colin Sexton who's a quick guard. And our guys have problems with guarding these quick guards who can who can uh, drive and shoot. It, it could be a weird night. So I'm looking at Tom. I'm trying, I'm trying to see where he's gonna go when uh, the defense falls. We said in, he said it's in summer league. He might be forced to play Grimes or a defensive guy if um, the defense in the first unit is too lackadaisical at times. Um, Maybe it'll take 10 games, maybe it'll take 20 games to, to figure out. Maybe I should put some guys in in certain situations, but we'll see. We will see. All right. <laughs> All right, he says, I think quickly we'll get cooked in practice by Grimes because he plays like he's a rookie trying to prove himself. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Cooked in qu- I mean, hmm. Ah. I don't. Ah. I mean. Because to me, I feel like this is, is the kind of guy where if you're playing hard in practice, he would give you the playing time. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, here's my thing. I guess, like, Grimes is more of a, a, a typical shooting guard, though. So, I mean, how much cook? I guess he can play his role. Like, I don't, I don't think quickly was getting cooked in practice. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like I feel like Tom, like you said, he's one of those guys where whatever you do in, in practice, um, if he likes, he's gonna spill out, spill out to the floor. He's gonna give you the opportunity to play on the floor. So I feel like if quickly is sucking in practice, he wouldn't let him see the floor at all. Yeah, that's what I think anyway. Yeah, especially with quickly, especially with quickly being a second year player. On top of that, like this has a quick leash on young players. So I think if quickly wasn't performing in practice. And he was getting bossed by like Grimes or somebody like that. It's like what rookie second year player. I don't. I would. I think Dibs would definitely put in Grimes ahead of quickly. But that was the case. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Like you haven't seen Knox. We've seen we seen McBride more than anybody so far. It's some situational minute stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. We're gonna be in a weird position until we figure this out on the defensive end. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a season, man. The offense is gonna be there. I fully believe there's gonna be a time where we clicking on all cylinders on the offensive end again. But there's gonna be times when the defense is gonna be a little bit rocky. It's, it's gonna be weird yeah. to see game game situation. All right, I don't envy being a coach, man. This is tough decisions for an NBA coach. All right, <laughs> all right man, Ryan, wrap yes, this show, man. Let them know. Let them know where they can find you, sir. You'll find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. 
that's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. All right. That is what's up. And you know where to find us, man. You can actually find us at the K-O-T Show on Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, um, and the Nick of Time Show.com. You can catch that blog as well to catch Nick's blogs. And actually, check catch out that new comic, the, the uh, As Told by Ninja P, man. Tells, uh, actually explains... Why Ninja P is called Ninja P in the first place? Because I know I came up, you know, I came up with the Ninja P thing like last year, and and it just caught fire. But no one really knows why he's named that way, and it's kind of it's kind of like an origin thing. And it's it's gonna get some new episodes and stuff dropping. So definitely can take a look out, keep a look out for the as told by Ninja P comic and the blogs that is gonna be coming to your KOT blog streets. All right, so keep a look out for that. That is our show, man. Thanks for everybody who's watching. Thanks for the support. Um, next show will definitely be on Friday versus the Bucks. Um, and yeah, uh, and as always, it's a mess out here, man. That's our show. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. <laughs> 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 <la